Hi, I'm Karen, and this is The Divine Feminist, a podcast about putting the magic and the common sense of balance back at the very centre of our world, and along the way reconnecting with the perfect spark of usness that's always been waiting outside of the boxes and the shoulds of society, ready to bring us back, back to ourselves. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's get going. Well, hello, and welcome back to The Divine Feminist. I know what you're probably thinking. This is not a week for new podcast episodes, Karen. Come on, it's busy, there's parties going on, there's all sorts going on. I've got bigger fish to fry, and I hear you. I absolutely hear you, which is why this is just going to be quite a short episode. A little bit outside of the usual rhythm and cadence of our podcast. Because the thing is, at this time of year, because it's so busy... Because there's so much going on, I think maybe it's the most important time of all for us to really check in with ourselves. And with that in mind, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I wanted to invite you to just spend this time. Whether that be this time that you listen to me, or whether that be that you listen to me say this one little part, and then turn it off and spend some time by yourself. I'm not precious. I just want to invite you to spend some time tuning into you this week. And so with that in mind, I'm going to ask you that same question I do every single time. How are you? Right now, as you listen to this, right now, as you switch off all the other distractions, as you let that chatter in your brain just die down for a moment, how are you? Really? And as that question filters in, Allow yourself to answer from your heart. Allow yourself to answer from your mind. Allow yourself to answer from your body. And allow yourself to answer from your soul. Allow every single part of you to respond to that request. To share that information, that wisdom. And take the time to listen and connect with those answers as they come. And remember that that question, I'm always keen to follow it up with a second one. With a question about what do you need right now, right in this moment, right this week. What do you need? What do all of those different parts of you need? And what about if we step just a level below that and ask it again? What do you really need? Because often at this time of year particularly, what we think we need is to do all of the things, to run around being everything to everyone, all of that stuff. But when we get quiet, when we ask it again, when we dive a layer deeper, we find that's not what we need at all. I want you to remember at this point in time that whatever the world 
may tell us about how our holiday season should look. Whatever the world may tell us about what should be going on in our homes, in our families, what we should be eating, who we should be spending time with, how much bloody money we should be spending. That's not really what this time of year is about. At all. I want you to remember that a magical holiday season no matter how magical, no matter how wonderful it is and how beautiful for the people you love, really isn't worth a burnt-out January. The people you love will love you every single day of the year, no matter what they find wrapped up under a tree. And while, yeah, of course, you want them to have a lovely day, you want them to have a lovely season full of magic and all of that stuff, what they want, as much as any of that, more than anything they can want on one particular day, is to have the people that they love safe, well, happy and healthy. It's what all of us want, right? So remember, as you are moving through this next few weeks, that no matter how magical the Christmas that you're working towards, it's not worth being broken, drained and exhausted throughout January and beyond. I want to ask you what you are gifting yourself, not only what you're gifting other people, because we know that, we know the shopping lists, we know the wrapping, we know all of that stuff. But right now, if I was to invite you over this festive season to tell me what you're going to be gifting yourself, how would that look like? How would that feel? And I'm not talking here about buying yourself something particular, gift wrapping it and popping it under a tree. Although, if that's something you want to do, then cool, go for it. The last few years, I have bought myself a Yule gift, wrapped it up and opened it on the morning of Yule. And it's been pretty lovely to do that, actually. It's been quite a potent experience. However, it doesn't have to be that. Often, the things that we gift ourselves, they kind of go beyond that, don't they? For me, I'm gifting myself a couple of weeks off, a couple of weeks to lie on the sofa and do very little. Inevitably, that's not what will happen. My journal will end up in my hand. I'll be doing some planning and some dreaming into next year. But I'm not putting any pressure on myself to deliver anything at all for two weeks. It's been a busy year and I think what I really need more than anything is just to rest, to nap, to watch movies, to read books, to snuggle, to all of those things. When I tuned in and asked myself what I need, that was what came up. A good rest. That's what I'm doing. Now, maybe you are not in a position to give yourself that long of a time. Or maybe when you tune in, what you need is something a lot more active and a lot more out in the world. That's cool too. Remember, none of this, none of this life really, but certainly none of this season should be about the musts, the shoulds, the what everybody else is doing. It's about you reconnecting, taking that time to reconnect and to do what's needed for you. Because when we dig past all of the commercialism, when we dig past all of the insta-perfection that we see, this time is about inward connection and then about the magic of returning of the light. Because long before this was said to be the birth time of any sacred babies, it was the rebirth time of the sun. Yule was that time of year where long before the days of electricity and artificial heating. The nights were getting colder, the nights were getting darker and we'd all been snuggled in around a fire. And when it came to that point of the very longest night, that point of winter solstice, the shortest day of the whole year, 
we would all gather in. Family, friends, animals, we'd gather them all inside around the fire. We'd hunker down. We'd look to protect ourselves from the dark with so many of those traditions that we still use as holiday decorations today. That was their purpose, to protect us, right? And we get snuggled in. And on that very longest night, we'd sit and we'd wait quietly, perhaps excitedly and perhaps with a little bit of trepidation for the sun to be reborn. The trepidation coming because at night, that winter solstice night seems to draw on forever, right? And there must have been a bit of fear of what happens if the sun doesn't come back this year? What happens if we're just left in the cold and the dark forever and can never grow our crops or go out into the world? And yet there was also a faith, a knowing that the light would return. There was also a certainty and an excitement. Imagine, if you will, before the days of electricity, that moment where the sun broke through the horizon, began to rise up in the sky in all of its glory, allowing us to know that the longest night was behind us, that from this point onwards, the days would get longer, temperatures would get warmer, our crops would start to return and our lives would start to become a little bit more active again. I can only imagine the magic that that must have felt like. I can only imagine how relieving it must have been too. And this is what we're working with now. Long before the days of Amazon Prime deliveries every single day and the days of how everyone's tree must be picture perfect to look good on Instagram. Long before the days we had to gather around tables with family that we maybe don't even see or talk to the rest of the year to eat far too much food and try to steer the conversation very heavily away from politics or religion. That's what this season was all about. The quiet. The peace. The faith. And the return of the light. And if you do nothing else this year, it's those energies that I want you to focus on. Those energies and the reminder of what it all means. Because, you know, before Santa Claus was the Coca-Cola mascot, effectively, before he was even wearing those colours, he was a saint, a Saint Nicholas, a man who went and dropped gifts down the chimney of a family who had nothing. And before he was even a Saint Nicholas, he was an energy an energy of the returning sun at this time of year, an energy of that light that told us that all things were possible, that blessed us with the hope of what was to come, that gave us the gifts of warmth, that gave us the gifts of illumination, that gave us the gifts of new beginnings. Long before he was personified as anything, in many ways that's what this was all about. Faith. Possibility. Reassurance and love. And you know, if you get quiet enough over this time of year, you can still feel those things. My most favourite day of the year, even though I'm not a Christian, is Christmas Eve. Because there's a lot of it in the air. If you can just get quiet, if you can just zone out the the big to-do list and the busyness and all of the things we should be doing, there's a sparkle of excitement in the air. 
I remember talking to my dad about this once, about how he used to really enjoy working night shifts on Christmas Eve. Because after everybody was in bed, long, long in bed, he would drive around and he would just open the window and listen, feel, sense that energy. Like a sparkle on the air. The presence of the people we love, the presence of those that we've loved and lost and those that we've loved and are still with us. Hanging there, whether we can see them, whether we can personally feel them or not. Just there, waiting to be tapped into, waiting to be honoured and waiting to be connected to. So if you are somebody who at this time of the year is feeling alone, is feeling sad, I know that this time of the year is really tough for a lot of people. Remember that love that hangs in the air. Remember that sense of love that is there, just waiting to be tapped into, just waiting to be remembered. And know that as with everything on this ever-turning wheel that is our earth, ever-turning wheel that is time here, this too will pass. That it will soon be past this challenging time of year. That soon the days will start to get longer. The temperatures will start to get warmer. And we will be returning to that sense of possibility in our whole world that comes with new growth. And while we don't have to rush into those new beginnings, sod those new you, new year, new you things, we don't have to rush into them. It's still dark, it's still cold. We don't want to get start fresh new habits and make new resolutions just yet. It's okay to look forward to that time. It's okay to make moves in whatever way you need to, to get you through this time of year in a place of true connection with yourself and with that sense of magic. I am releasing this podcast a day earlier than usual on Monday the 20th of December. The reason for that is twofold. One, because I wanted to put it out there before Yule to remind you of that Yule energy and of what this time of year is all about before we head into the actual day of Yule. The winter solstice is the 21st of December. Certainly that's when I celebrate. But also because I wanted to let you know in case you are somebody who listens straight away. And if you're not, don't worry. There will be a a replay put up there pretty quickly that our Project Earthwork group will be sharing a pre-Yule meditation today, Monday the 20th of December, which is all about being in service to our planet. It's about supporting us to support Gaia. It's about welcoming back that light in such a way that helps us to help the Earth through all of this crap that it's currently going through. You can join us. I'll pop the link in the episode notes for today. And you can join us for a meditation from my wonderful friend Yolandi, for a channeling from me, and for a sound bath from my incredible friend Rachel. These meditations are entirely free and we get people dialing in and watching back from right around the world. They're so beautiful, such a wonderful experience. And this one, this week, right before Yule, I'm super excited about it. So I wanted to share it with you before I do head off and spend that time on my sofa over the next couple of weeks. But really, most of all, what I wanted to remind you of is this. That whatever the next couple of weeks bring for you, however this festive season feels, whatever it involves, 
what's most important of all, the greatest gift that you can give to yourself and to the people you love is to look after you. And whatever you're celebrating in December and heading into January, I wish you a wonderful time. I wish you a time that is nourishing, filled with joy, filled with love and filled with that magic. And I wish you a remembrance of your own ability to connect to all of those things, no matter what. Thank you so much for listening to The Divine Feminist. If you'd like to know more about today's episode, check out the show notes below. If you want to know more in general, head over to Instagram where it's at divine.feminist or to my website, kerinroundtree.com slash divinefeminist. I'll be back again with another episode in two weeks. But until then, I'd love to hear from you. So please get in touch if you have any questions, feedback or suggestions of what you'd like to hear. If you don't want to miss out on future episodes, be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast store. And hey, if you feel so cold, maybe give us a rate in there too. Ideally five stars. Until next time though, thank you and take care.